Witch Next Door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello and happy Moonday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. I'm the Witch Next Door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. So let's dive right in to the astrology and energy and kind of uh, celestial messages of the week here, shall we? First and foremost, happy Gemini new moon today on May 30th. Um, and actually it was really cool if you're in uh, mountain time today, 530, like May 30th, the fifth month, um, at 5.30 a.m. Mountain Time, the moon in Gemini was at its exact conjunction with the sun in Gemini, forming our beautiful new moon for this uh, for this both ending of the previous and beginning of this new lunar cycle. This is all happening at nine degrees of Gemini. If you want to take a look at your chart, see where Gemini is for you, whether or not you have placements there. You want to take a look at what house this is occurring in for you to kind of see as far as um, these lunar cycles go, <clears throat> where have you, uh, where you have been this last month or this last lunar cycle, and where you're going. And uh, starting with the house that this uh, new moon is happening in for you is a wonderful, wonderful place to start for your reflections and casting your intentions for this upcoming lunar cycle. Now, the moon scope for this week in general, so obviously we're starting out the week in Gemini. We'll be moving into Cancer. Uh, let's see here. Tomorrow, late tomorrow night, looks like almost midnight, uh, Denver time. Uh, so late tomorrow night, we'll be moving into Cancer, and then we'll be moving into Leo midday on Friday the 3rd and finishing our week uh, in Leo, uh, with the moon in Leo. So this week with a uh, Gemini cancer Leo, right? So we've got this air, water, fire, uh, progression that the moon is making this week. I think that this on top of some other transits and on top of other things that have already been going on, this is going to potentially feel like a more, uh, active new moon than a new moon might normally feel. Uh, normally we kind of get a little bit of peace and quiet and you might find yourself a little bit prone to over talking or to, uh, which really is a sign, a greater sign of blocking out, uh, blocking out information, uh, blocking out just external whatever, fill in the blank, from, from reaching you. And I think that we really are being asked to challenge ourselves with the task of not avoiding. So this is the last week of this Mercury retrograde. So on Friday the 3rd this week, 
Mercury will station direct in Taurus um, at 26 degrees. So right at the end of Taurus and then we'll uh, start its forward motion in the chart again and be re-entering Gemini. Oh, sorry, I don't have it up and in front of me. It'll be on not next moon day, but I believe the moon day after that is when Gemini will be, sorry, when Mercury will be going home to Gemini. Yes, that's right. Two weeks from now. And so Mercury is going to start in its forward motion, but this Gemini new moon is taking place during Mercury retrograde, Mercury being the ruler of Gemini. We definitely, definitely need to take into consideration what Mercury is up to during this new moon. And I really see this as a challenge to ourselves. What are we avoiding? What are you avoiding? What are you blocking out? You know, what sounds and chatter have you been blocking out and avoiding? And ask yourself why, really challenge yourself with why, what will happen or what do I feel or think will happen if I engage, if I open myself up to this, this new or different information, whatever it is that uh, you might find yourself kind of subconsciously hiding in a, I really see this in my head as like ducking and hiding in a soundproof booth. Um, like that little kid with closing it, closing their eyes, putting their hands over their ears and going la 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 la. Like that's exactly what I kind of picture. Um, and this new moon during this Mercury retrograde, uh, not long after the Mercury Kazemi, right, in, in Gemini, which I believe was, oh, if I'm getting all my dates right, uh, last weekend, yes, um, I know that a lot has been getting kind of uprooted and unearthed and revealed to us, and it is an integral part of our soul journey. This is made even more clear by the following transit uh, on Saturday after Mercury stations direct on Friday. On Saturday, June 4th, we kick off our next planetary retrograde and Saturn will be stationing retrograde in Aquarius at 25 degrees. So kind of seeing these transits stacked one on top of another Gemini new moon during the Mercury retrograde, Mercury stationing direct on Friday, Saturn stationing retrograde uh, the following day. I think it's even, it's like less than 24 hours. Oh, no, sorry. Just over 24 hours later, Saturn will station retrograde. Um, these transits kind of stacked on top of each other. And, you know, there's even other, you know, more, there's always so many transits, right? Um, there's even more kind of adding to this whole entire effect, but all of this really, really got me on the subject of learning and teaching. So I really see Mercury energy as this very natural born student because of this really inherent and strong and present 
curiosity for life and the world around itself. Um, And Saturn really is seen as the teacher of the planetary lineup. Saturn is, we, we really do learn lessons through each of the planetary and celestial bodies in their own way, including Mercury, who, you know, I see as a student, is also a teacher. All of them really teach us in their own way. But Saturn has this kind of amplified over, like, overarching theme energy, if you will, about it that is, you know, the teacher we learn through experience. Um, And honestly, during this Saturn retrograde, as we're reflecting and reviewing and reexamining our different Saturnian themes and and lessons right now, uh, now would be a wonderful time to go back and listen to the Saturn episode that we did on on that witch podcast, actually. Again, um, here, I'll write it down. I'll link that episode for everybody. It didn't actually even come out that long ago. And I still think that specifically during this retrograde time, really, really wonderful time to reconnect and uh, listen to that episode about Saturn through different ears uh, a little bit. Because being the planet of structure and responsibility and and discipline and self-control this is this is the purest essence of what teacher energy is that teacher archetype okay so something that i wanted to to start doing on these Monday Musings episodes is I have the Numinous Astro deck, um, which is by the Numinous. Let's see here. Um, this deck is by Ruby Warrington, who's the founder of the Numinous. And she created this deck with Bess Matassa is what the, the book says here. And this is a gorgeous deck. I included it in the cosmic quickie email that went out this morning. So uh, this is what I'm going to kind of do with these episodes is since these are technically bonus episodes in a little bonus series that I do, uh, I am sending out a little bonus email with them on Mondays so that everybody gets a notification for these episodes when they come out. But more than that, I love the idea of having a visual component with these episodes, no matter what. So if you go to, or maybe you've already seen the email that got sent out uh, at the same time that the episode was released this morning, you can go ahead and get a visual on these cards that I'm sharing. But I pulled out of the deck here the Saturn card. And I also pulled out the Aquarius card and I wanted to show everyone what the Aquarius energy looked like and share the different key words that are associated with Aquarius, um, according to the numinous. So I have that for you, but we're going to focus primarily on Saturn. Okay. So Aquarius, 
what you need to know, because this is where the sign that Saturn is stationing retrograde in. So you want to take into consideration where is Aquarius for you in your chart? Do you have any placements there? Uh, what house does it rule or what house does it reside in? Um, do you have Saturn in Aquarius? Is this happening? Um, are, are you entering your... Uh, Saturn retrograde during your Saturn return right now, right? So take all these things into consideration with your own chart. But first and foremost, starting with our Aquarius energy, Aquarius, according to the numinous, and I love this, is the innovator. Aquarius is experimental, unique, electric, eccentric, diverse, futuristic, a utopian. It's disruptive, edgy, and detached. And I really see the beautiful uh, kind of dual nature in the word detached there, detached in this um, kind of lighter sense and detached in this kind of darker sense as well. And so uh, take all of that into, into consideration, kind of let that Aquarius energy permeate through the rest of uh, what we're talking about today. But let's dive in a little bit more into Saturn, okay? Saturn, the, the main key phrase associated with Saturn in the numinous deck is wisdom. And if you are looking at this card in the email, we have these really interesting and beautiful textures here. So no matter what, all of the numinous cards have the backdrop or background of those, those kind of wispy, fluffy clouds in the background. Um, but for the Saturn card, on top of those, we have some really rough, rugged looking rocks and some really rough and rustic looking wood slices. They look like either a, a slice of wood or if you were looking down at a tree stump that was freshly cut. Um, so you can kind of see the the cut, like the, the cut marks, but also obviously all of those tree rings and the grains, the natural grains from the tree itself. These rocks, they're not in any pretty nice colors. They're not sparkly and shiny and polished and tumbled. They're rough. One's dark blue. One's this rough greenish gray. One is this dark black and brown. Another is almost this kind of grayish rusty color. Like these are not, I mean, if you see the rest of the deck and the branding of the deck, which is like these beautiful pinks and purples and blues, um, this is a stark difference. And I really love this for Saturn. Some of the key words on here for Saturn, again, are discipline, structure, time, responsibility, and tests. Absolutely fascinating. I love that. So let's dive in a little bit deeper here uh, into the actual book, what the Numinous uh, book has to say here. This is absolutely fascinating. So some of the additional keywords are form, boundaries, barriers. Trial, labor, construction, competence, building, authority figures. This is all Saturnian structures, okay? Now, Saturn, and again, you can go back and listen to the Saturn episode, but we do know that Saturn rules both Capricorn and Aquarius. So keep in mind that this retrograde is happening in a home sign of Saturn. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Now, 
when it comes to Saturn, here's what the numinous has to say. Welcome back to Earth. While we're absolutely made of mystical stardust and all things numinous, Saturn reminds us that to float safely in ether, we've got to anchor down into our flesh and bones and face the boundaries of this world exactly as it is in the sometimes unforgiving light of day. In our charts, Saturn reveals a tender spot where we long for something we think we don't deserve or will never get. But this sobering planet has a hidden sweetness that reveals itself with sustained, sweaty labor and conscious commitment. During our infamous Saturn return, which happens around the age of 29 and again near 59, we stand on the precipice of free will, mercilessly assessing which structures we need to tear down to build our lives to resound with our soul's calling. In ancient mythology, Saturn was our connection to time and to our own mortality. The hourglass of the cosmos reminds us that although we may incarnate again and again in different forms, we've got just one chance to make it real and right in the here and now. And so we better make it good. Oh, I love this. This resonates so, so, so much with me. I really, truly hope that it's resonating with you. All of these big Saturnian lessons. Now, I wanted to just read their their last. Um, the really cool part about this book is that it's this incredible learning tool, right? This deck is an incredible learning tool. You can essentially use these cards as, as flashcards and study tools, quite honestly. Um, but they still read like an Oracle deck, which I love. So I want to read you. That was kind of their breakdown of Saturn. Now I want to read you the fortune, if you will, or the interpretation from the numinous for the Saturn card. So when you pull this card, Saturn's arrival is a reality check that shines a light on anything that's been cloaked in conscious or unconscious delusion. But have no fear. Whatever is being exposed, however harshly, is asking you to take logical, pragmatic steps to face up to it so you can change or rectify it. This card can arrive when we feel like things aren't fair, but asks that you trust that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and that whatever constraints and walls are coming up are meant for your evolution. Consider how external boundaries can actually inspire you toward greater competence and also where you might need to solidify your no's in order to liberate your yeses. Oh, so good, right? Okay, and I'm going to leave you all here today with their journal prompt as well, which is, I'm ready to say no to, and then it says to list 10 things. Um, But you know what's really interesting? Because it says list 10 things, if you're reading really fast, it almost looks like listen things which felt like an extra little message from spirit to listen to yourself. So kind of piggybacking off of what we talked about with this Gemini new moon at the very beginning of today, I don't want you to block yourself off, okay? Just like it said in in the interpretation there, that 
these lessons often come up when we feel like life is, is not fair. And we're being asked to trust that the boundaries that we're facing, these, these obstacles and challenges that we're working through are part of our overall soul evolution. It ain't easy. It's not easy being part of a big, fat paradigm shift. (laughs) So I want you to really give yourself some space and time to take these messages in. Let yourself, it's still Mercury retrograde for the rest of the week. And then uh, let's be honest, remember, it's, it's retrograde the rest of the year. Not necessarily Mercury, but in general, we're all gonna be in a retrograde cycle of at least one planet for the rest of 2022. So I I beg of you, I implore you to embrace your pace, slow down, take the time that you need, don't avoid, don't numb out, trust in your unique journey, trust in yourself. I'm here for you. I love you so much. From me and Saturn both, we value your time that you take with us. And as always, don't forget, stay safe, (laughs) have a little bit of fun, and stay magical. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Moonday Musings. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show, That Witch Podcast. I put out a total, including Moonday Musings, of three episodes every single week. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share online, on social media, or share with friends that you think would enjoy it as well. And make sure you head over to Apple and Spotify, where you can also leave a five-star review. Make sure you are subscribed to my email list for more astro forecast, cosmic tips, and witchy inspiration. Visit thatwitchnextdoor.com for more info. Thanks, everyone. 